I did it without an album All the ones getting still care about mixtape If you want to know about, you know, what I was going through Or what I had gone through during this particular period in my life You know, listen to the album It's like I'm working on an album and a mixtape at the same Welcome to the album and the mixtape, your place to celebrate the importance of sharing our experiences through hip-hop and music, therefore, storytelling through bars. I'm your host, Julie M., mathematician, chemist, lawyer, daughter, friend, sister, mentor, mentee, hip-hop storyteller, ballet dancer, and most importantly, Jesus-loving kind of gal. I'm joining you live here from Explode Studios with my guy G off of No Strand and Fulton in Brooklyn. We're like stones throw away from Marcy Projects and we'll be spending a lot of time on this episode and the next three episodes talking about Sean Corey Carter and extracting the 44 jewels from Jay-Z. This episode is sponsored by Angelic Events. Angelic Events is an event planning organization based out of Houston, Texas, ran by Tiffany Cobb. It has planned many events, weddings, day parties. It has planned a concert at South by Southwest, headlined by Trey the Truth. And you can set up a consultation by emailing info at angelic, A-N-G as in go, E-L-I-C, events.org. And please be sure to follow them at angelics.events on Instagram. In this week's episode, we are going to dive into Sean Corey Carter, Jay-Z. Since the debut of Reasonable Doubt in 96, Sean Corey Carter has been killing the game and finding ways to reinvent himself while staying true to his purpose. His music has always taken me personally through an emotional journey from growing up with modest beginnings to appreciating the relationships with my father before he passed and um, to ensuring that my hustle game is always strong. The release of 444 last summer has encouraged many people, particularly black people, to re-examine their lives, promote the growth of family, and to tap into their innate characteristics of being innovative and creating spaces for self and community. However, like he says in the lyrics, Sean didn't just pop up in this be like a fetus. He's been dropping jewels since June of 96. Jay-Z has always and will always be relevant. Take a look at the first 11 jewels, a.k.a. volume one of 44 jewels from Jay-Z. Niggas pray on my downfall, but every time I hit the ground, I bounce up like round ball. In these bars, Jay is talking about perseverance and resilience. These are two critical elements that are needed in achieving any level of success. I know at times we can think that pure talent and merit will get us to where we need to be. But the reality is it's not about how you deal with your wins, but how you reflect and recover from your losses. Jewel number two. You know why they call a project a project? Because it's a project, an experiment, wearing it, only it's objects. An object for us to explore our prospects. Sidestep cops on the way to the top, yes. These bars speak to the inception of the welfare housing system in America and how project housing was created as an experiment to centralize local poverty and keep underrepresented and disadvantaged communities systematically oppressed, you know. And no, this is not an opinion. It's a fact. You know, this is what happened in the 80s in New York. Truly, this is really the derivation of hip-hop. This is how hip-hop was created. 
People came outside. They talked about what they saw on their block. Um, and they were just storytelling what they saw in their neighborhoods in the late 70s, early 80s. And this jewel, I really appreciate the song, Do You Wanna Ride? Because it's an ode to Emory Jones. At the time, uh, Emory Jones was in prison and Jay-Z's basically saying like, you know, I don't write letters, I write rhymes. So I'm going to give you this song through the airwaves because this is for you. But it's so powerful when Jay says, you know, why they call the projects a project because it's a project, an experiment wearing it only as objects, and the object for us to explore our prospects and sidestep cops on the way to the top. Yes. I mean, I'm even getting chills just saying the words again um, after, after having just heard it because it makes me think about a lot about where we are in this country, in the U.S. Uh, as Black America about how poverty in the past has been localized in one place and how our lives are experiments. And, and it's truly nothing but a blessing to be able to escape those circumstances. So this jewel is basically a history lesson um, and an early subtle call for listeners to take heed of the systematic oppression um, that has built the environment and to think about how you move beyond it. Jewel number three. Whether we dribble out this motherfucker Rap metaphors and riddle out this motherfucker Work second floors, I spit out this motherfucker Somehow we gotta get about this motherfucker So these bars are directly related to the ones that we just kind of spoke about um, I love, 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 love this song somehow, some way um, Look, and it could be because I'm from Houston, Texas And Scarface is on the song but I love those bars. Whether we dribble out this mother effer, rap metaphor or riddle out this mother effer, work second floors, hospital out this mother effer, somehow we got to get up out this mother effer. It's complete desperation, right? When you are coming from an underserved community, there is a lack of exposure as to what is possible, what exists for members of that community. You know, in these bars, there appears to be three different ways that you can make it out, you know, of the hood, of your circumstance or wherever you are. And in this case, Jay is talking about Marcy, you know, so he's like, whether I dribble out of here, you know, whether I play ball um, and become famous or whether I rap metaphors and riddles. Right. Like whether I become a rapper or work second floors hospital out this mother. Right. And. For many people, it can be, you know, you get a safe job, a medical profession job, or, you know, you work for the government, you know, you get a city job, um, and you do something that is safe, right? It's it's for people in, in underserved communities who have maybe only seen people who look like them, either be a rapper, a ball player, you know, work a city job, working as a nurse, um, you know, it's by virtue of lack of exposure, and this is why exposure is absolutely critical, um, you know, and truly leveling up can change your whole mindset and change the course of your path. Jewel number four. Labels turned me down, couldn't foresee. Clock sought me out, Dane believed. So I love My Mama Loves Me. It's, it's such a beautiful song um, where Jay-Z is going through you know, he's like, Annie shampooed my hair. Mickey was fly. I used to steal his gear. And he's talking about everybody that played a role in his rearing. Um, but in this part, he goes, labels turned me down, couldn't foresee. Clark sought me out and Dane believed. 
So what's so heavy about those um, those two points? You know, Clark Kent, DJ Clark Kent, producer Clark Kent as uh, my favorite person at Explode Studios G would say. Um, you know, Clark was one of the original people who met Jay-Z when he was 15 in Marcy Projects. And when he met him, you know, he wanted him to be the best rapper ever. He said that Jay-Z was incredibly uh, ambitious and it was he was incredibly gifted. Things came to him very effortlessly. So it was actually Clark who sought him out and said, hey, you need to leave, you know, the street game, like leave that alone and you need to work towards your rap career. And it was Clark Kent um, who, uh, no relation to Superman, but it was this Clark that introduced him to Dame Dash. And this is where, you know, Rockefeller Records started. The reality is iron sharpens iron. You have to surround yourself with dope people who believe in you. You know, in life, people will not support you or even believe in your dreams. But know that you've done the work, you've studied, and you've perfected the craft. And if you haven't, get to it. Your job is to keep pursuing your dreams and putting yourself in positions and spaces where your Clark can find you and where your dame will believe in you. Jewel number five. I think I just popped up in this bitch like a fetus now. Pregnant pause. Give you some second thoughts. This room on the bandwagon don't abort. Marcy, man. Can we just pause for the cause and congratulate Sean Corey Carter for this bar? Let me repeat it. Think I just hopped up in this be like a fetus nah pregnant pause give you some second thoughts don't abort marcy me goodness so jay's like i'm not new to this i'm not a fetus i'm not new to this um but let me just give you a pregnant pause so you can hold on for a second and give you some second thoughts and then don't abort which is a play on the fetus and being pregnant Jay has double entendres, if not triple entendres, for days. Don't let anyone ever have you thinking that you're new to the game. Many people do not, quote-unquote, get on until after years of late nights and early mornings. People will assume that, you know, it was just handed to you overnight. But nah, you've been here. You've been putting in the work. Joel number six. Cry, Jay-Z. We know the pain is real, but you can't heal what you never revealed. So in these bars, it's cry, Jay-Z. We know the pain is real, but you can't heal what you never reveal. Unfortunately, vulnerability is often seen as a sign of weakness. Reject that narrative. There is power in sharing your experiences to the level you feel comfortable. Not only does it free you up, but it also gives others the permission and inspiration to free themselves in order to heal. And even if you don't feel comfortable sharing it with others, you have a responsibility to be honest with yourself first and to face your pain and to seek ways to heal. Joel number seven. The world don't like us. Is that not clear? All right, but I'm different. I can't base what I'm going to be off of what everybody isn't. On Lauren Hill's Unplugged album, she actually quotes the book of Corinthians. And it's actually 2 Corinthians 10, 12. And the scripture says, for we dare not make ourselves out of the number or compare ourselves with some that commend themselves. But they, measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. So let me let me just double click on that. They, measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. 
So basically, it's this whole notion of, you know, you're comparing yourself to someone else. And Lauren Hill on her on her um, Unplugged album says, we compare ourselves amongst ourselves, you fools. You know, in today's society, we can quickly get trapped up by Instagram, social media. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, I think depression rates are at an all-time high because people are comparing themselves to what they see on social media um, in the news and not feeling adequate and feeling that they are not worthy of love or attention or um, or that they even matter. But you want to be very careful in comparing yourself to images, to the images that people present on social media. You know, you were specifically and wonderfully crafted to bring your unique gift to the world in your way. And that's your superpower. You're different. Own that. Jay did. So did Jesus for the record. Joel number eight. And respect the game. That should be it. What you eat don't make me shit. Where's the love? Heart of the City is an amazing song. It's beautiful. It's like first the fat boys break up. Now every day we wake up. Um, you know, it's just, it's an amazing song. And, you know, the very last line of the song is what you eat don't make me ish. And the one thing I can say here is people project you know, they project how they're feeling onto one another. If I meet you and we are, you know, we're walking down the street and, and I walk into you and I, I smile at you or I say hello or I'm kind, it has nothing to do with you and everything to do with me. But if I see you down the street and I'm frowning at you or I, I say an unkind word, again, it has nothing to do with you and everything to do with me. It's almost, it's typically, essentially, the uh, Four Agreements um, by Don Miguel Ruiz. And it's this notion that we project, you know, how we interact with one another is how we're truly feeling. So don't own other people's fears or insecurities or self-esteem issues, you know, because, again, ultimately how we treat each other has nothing to do with the other person, but everything to do with you and how you feel. So let 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 them eat that and let them work through that plate. Joel number nine. I check chatter like a food inspector. My homie Strick told me, do finish your breakfast. Speaking of food, Jay-Z says finish your breakfast. So breakfast, breakfast is the food of champs and it helps you start your day off right. And I think if I'm not mistaken, um somebody that mentored Jay-Z, it's like at the back of my my head right now but somebody who uh mentored jay-z uh used to always tell him to finish his breakfast and this is metaphorical right breakfast is the food of champs it helps you start your day off right and it's metaphorical for doing things right the first time you should always approach the more basic tasks and goals that are ahead of you with as much fervor and thoroughness as you would the more complicated and larger ones you know um in the bible there is a scripture that says, um, you know, good and faithful serving. You have um, done abundantly and increasingly so much with the little that I gave you. Now I will make you the ruler of all things. It's basically the same approach. And there are times, right, when you have to be an unpaid intern grabbing coffee until you are that mogul running the town. You know, Bazoma St. John is a great example. She was a you know, I think a temp assistant, not even a full assistant, but a temp assistant for Spike Lee's advertising agent. And now she's out here making power moves um, in the entertainment and the tech space, figuratively and literally, right? Um, another example, my absolute all-time favorite artist, um, and he's a dead second for Lauren Hill, but Tupac, 
you know, Tupac was a roadie for Digital Underground. I think a lot of people forget that. He didn't just, you know, he just wasn't Pac. He wasn't just, he was always Tupac, but he started off as a roadie. He was like, I'm totally fine being a roadie, Digital Underground family. I'm totally fine dancing on stage for you. But this is what he did before he rose to stardom. Um, and the world became enamored with his gift. So, to that end, finish your breakfast. Jewel number 10. I swear to God, I just touched down. It ain't about your city or borough, it's about if you really is thorough And if you are, holla at your boy I put my hand on my heart, that means I feel you Real recognize real and you looking familiar So I love All Around the World, Off the Gift and the Curse, the Blueprint 2 It ain't about your city or borough, it's about if you really is thorough And if you are, holla at your boy I put my hand on my heart, that means I feel you Real recognize real and you looking familiar most people take pride in where they come from, and they rep it hard. Believe me, I do. I rep Houston and Nigeria all day long. But here, Jay-Z is saying, you know, in this moment, it doesn't matter where we're from. It doesn't matter where your city is, your borough is. It's really about who you are. And are you as thorough as you say you are? Are you, are you just thorough, period? You know, what matters is your desire and the actions you take to be your most authentic self and how you treat people and how you move in the world. And when you show the real you, you know, you truly attract your tribe. You know, I always tell people for me, you know, this is, it's about if you really is thorough. You know, I just have to like double click on thorough. Because for me, you know, I have three non-negotiables when it comes to my relationships. Um, platonic, romantic, whatever. One, I don't do bullying. Just not a fan. I don't like bullies. Could be, you know, look, some like unseated trauma from childhood being bullied as a first generation Nigerian kid. Um, but I don't like bullies. Um, I just don't have time. Two, if you can't celebrate your friend who is having an amazing moment when you are going through it, I can't I can't rock with that. And then finally, if you can't treat a CEO the way you would a janitor, I can't rock with that either. And for me, that's just a personal values thing for me. I mean, I can work with you. I can love on you. I just probably won't let you into my space um, because those values don't align with me. So for me, I think for everyone, you need to be able to identify what thorough means to you. And those are my three non-negotiables. And finally, the last bar. Joel number 11. I'm clear why I'm here. How about you? So, um, I'm clear why I'm here. How about you? You know, according to Auntie Oprah, yes, I call her Auntie in my mind, um, there are two important days in your life. One, the day you were born. And two, the day you discover why. You know, so Jay-Z is saying, I'm clear why I'm here. What about you? So this is your calling to get clear about why God, the universe, Buddha, Allah, Jesus, whomever you worship, has put you here, right? And then two, to get busy doing what you've been called to do. Until next time. Yeah.